Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Scott. I'm going to be your host this week. And uh, with me I have Brian. Hello. And John. What's up? And Dustin. Hey guys. So, guys, we're uh, back for our second week this week. Uh, what happened last week? How's everyone doing? What happened in your life, Brian, exciting this past week? Uh, not much happened, uh, unfortunately. Um, three of my family members were sick, so I got to stay home and play Mr. Mom. The only time I really got out of the house was uh, my oldest had a, a hockey game. He's, he's part of an ice hockey league in, at the county, and we got to go to his game. But other than that, uh, everyone was sick. So I just got What position to... does he play? Uh, he plays both. He's both forward and defense, but mostly he's been playing defense this year. But Do they let him hit yet? Nope, not yet. He's not in the league where they, they don't do checks. Do it's, they fight? Do they throw the gloves down and fight and uh, stuff? No, they have some strong words exchanged, but they don't ever drop the gloves. Is he missing any teeth? Not yet. No, he has a full cage, so if he gets hit in the face, it'll just bounce off, luckily. That's uh, when he gets to the, they call that the Bantams. Right now he's in Peewees, so that's the next league. Nice. That's when he loses all his teeth. That's when he starts that's when he gets his, his permanent ones. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> they wait for the permanent ones to What's come the name in. with that denture cream that that's uh, real polydent? Yeah, polydent or whatever. Start ordering that on Amazon. Yep, he doesn't have the hockey <laughs> smile yet, but he's working on it. So what did you do around the house while you were just sitting around doing nothing? Well, I ran uh, medicine back and forth. Uh, I we went got some apple juice and Sprite. That always seems to help, and lots of chicken noodle soup. Homemade, you made it yourself, right? Uh, if you want to call Campbell's homemade, yeah. <laughs> nice. I did open the can yourself, right? <laughs> yes, nice. I did. It was made at home. Maybe you heated <laughs> yeah. it up in the microwave a little. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. What about so, you, John? I uh, I spent last week um, in Destiny 2. There's a, an event called Iron Banner. And it's a, a player versus player um, game mode. And they had a bunch of different uh, rewards for doing certain tasks. So I, I uh, worked really hard to get that. And did you get them all? I did. I got all of them. And I'm working on getting them all for Elizabeth's character, which I know is probably not. Who's Elizabeth? Uh, she's a phantom. She's a ghost. That's okay. you know in my life. <laughs> this sure is your bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I um, didn't get mine. By the way, not even close. So. Not even close on any of them, or no. really, it was a bad week for me in Destiny. So I could uh, borrow your account creds and help you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm going to give you my account. <laughs> That's kind of like Brian paying the programmer to write his app for him. I only yeah. need slapping his name. On. I only need your credit card number and social yeah, security and your three, uh, you know, mother's secret, maiden name. Yeah, secret questions. Color of my first car and <laughs> <laughs> pets exactly. first. First pet's name. Right. Favorite yeah, toothpaste or whatever. No way. It's <laughs> funny. What about you, Dustin? Um, my kids uh, get a ton of gift cards and stuff for uh, Christmas, and so it's been like two Christmases and two birthdays that they've been uh, piling up these gift cards and stuff. And so finally last week my my kids said, oh, we want to go shop, and luckily most of their gift cards were at Target. So uh, this weekend we took a trip to Target, and uh, my second oldest daughter, Bailey, she uh, was having a super hard time, so I kind of broke off with her. Everybody else was in clothes or toys or whatever, but I broke off with Bailey, and we went over to the electronics section, and 
I was trying to convince them to buy an Xbox One, but they didn't <laughs> think strike. it was cool to pull their money together for that. So I said, I have a PlayStation. That's what Dad wanted. Yeah, that's what I wanted. And I was willing to split the difference, but nobody wanted to pull in. But uh, Bailey, um, she found this uh, little record player, portable record player, Bluetooth speaker type thing, and uh, she was kind of looking at it and thought that was pretty cool. And I said, you know, you don't have any records, so you're probably just going to be using this as a Bluetooth for a little while. And so she kind of, eh, I, I don't think I want it. And she kind of went back and forth. And uh, in the end, uh, she found some records at Target. They sell records, and we kind of looked on Amazon and found that they were selling records. And uh, she kind of ho hummed about it. And we, she actually wasn't going to buy anything. And we went back and uh, found this record player again. And she decided to buy it. And so she was pretty excited. But once again, she spent all of her money on the record player. So Going old school. Yeah, old school. And I was really stoked about it because I'm like, hey, I used to listen to records. My dad has a gigantic record collection, and so I thought it was pretty cool. And so I said to her, I said, hey, you should call my wife's uh, dad. Said, I know he has this box of records down in his basement. You know, maybe he'll let you borrow some. And so she called him, and they got all nostalgic and talked about it and thought it was cool. And we went over there, and he had about 100, 150 records, and she kind of picked through some oldies like what i consider oldies like bob dylan beatles simon garfunkel the big pink things like that and she pulled out a bunch of records Those are classics not oldies dude okay well whatever i know i i, I tried <laughs> to turn to the oldies sleep at night scott <laughs> i tried to turn to the oldies station here locally for her and like you guys said it was just 80s music so yeah. i was like well but uh she took them home and i came home and the next day and she's uh listening to bob dylan's greatest hits and then you know she's listening to um simon and garfunkel and i looked at the the records she had and she had a couple of original beatles albums so i started doing a little price on those and i'm like uh bae like you got a thousand dollars worth of records right here maybe wow. we should talk to grandpa and let him know that these are worth some money so that you know we're not destroying his records but that's crazy that is cool yeah it was fun and she hasn't even hooked it up to her Bluetooth. I mean, she just she listens to the records. I come home and she's listening to records, and so it was just fun. Did she know what thirty three and seventy eight and all those numbers were for? No, I had to explain it to her. She and that was you know you things she asked. Do you? I think it has to do with the grooves in the record, but I'm not positive. Forty five, or it's the dimension. I'm not sure. It's the speed that you it spins. Right? Oh, the speed of the, it's the RPMs. Okay, gotcha. But like little records have higher RPMs, mm-hmm. bigger records have slower RPMs, just because of the because diameter. of the yeah surface. Have you ever seen a real record in the wild, John? I dude, I grew up on records. I just didn't know the mechanics of them. Yeah, they're shiny. They got you know no, labels I, on the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. You pull them out of the sleeve. You stick them on the thing. You put the needle on the thing, and and you hit go. And we, I mean, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed music, but I didn't know about the RPMs. And we never had small discs. We only had the big. You didn't ones. have the forty fives. No, we only had the big ones. So we had a cool record player. You could stack a whole bunch on top, and it would drop down after the one was done. It would come back and yeah, drop the yeah. next one and play it's it like a jukebox. Yeah, the first cool. record changer, huh? Yeah. I was telling my daughter I actually had this uh, record player I'd picked up at a secondhand store. It had a big tray that pulled out, and you would load your record on it, and then it had a clamp on the top and the bottom, and it would suck the tray, and it had a needle on top and bottom, so it'd play side one, and then it would 
bring a, an arm up and play the needle on the on the bottom side, so you wouldn't have to go flip your album. It would play oh, both that's sides. Fancy. That's pretty cool, but yeah. So she's excited about that, and I'm excited. It's kind of fun to touch base on some of this old stuff, and she's already planned out. And she's found some new stuff, like Twenty One Pilots released some stuff on album, and some Michael Jackson stuff, Taylor Swift. There, there's a whole bunch. It's it's kind of making a little bit of a comeback, so she's kind of cool about that. And, Wanted to check it out, but have you nice. visited that vinyl? Was it with you that I visited that vinyl store right down the street? Yeah, yeah, we went to that. I, yeah. I, I got to take her some to some places and let her check things out, but I think it'll be fun. And she's super excited about it, and she wants to get a little cabinet to put her albums in, and uh, it's got it's got audio out so she can hook it to the home stereo if she wants. And that's funny. She's got like Spotify, and she's got you know uh, every song imaginable at her fingertips and she's back to playing records that's pretty and cool not, and nothing current like everything is from you know the 70s you know you ought to get her some CCR yeah I've, I've looked at a couple stuff on vinyl so well, that's all for me what about you Scott what did you take care of this week you know this uh, this was a busy weekend for me Friday night I went to a my wife's company party awards they have an award ceremony for the people who do really well so big dress up, fancy schmancy thing. We spent all Friday night doing that. You know, I met a thousand people that I'll never remember their names or probably ever see again. And then Saturday night, she had another work party. So this one was a little more casual. It was over at Wise Guys. Um, you guys ever been to Wise Guys Comedy? I have. I so, haven't been there. Yep, I've been there. It was. They had a little luau. Did you get to wear your evening gown? No, that was a little more. A little too fancy for me. So the night just, be- that was the night before? Yeah, that was the night before. <laughs> was it blue? That's the after party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we went and uh, went to Wise Guys. Uh, that was pretty good. Pretty funny. They had a guy who'd just been on Conan a couple nights ago. Um, he was pretty funny. Conan the Did Barbarian? Yeah. Were you that guy that was heckling in the back? No, but we there was one person who was heckling. Oh, he'd, he ripped her to shreds. It was hilarious. So... It was about, uh, it was the funniest thing, too, because he was talking about um, Ian McKellen playing uh, Dumbledore in Lord of the Rings, right? So this lady from the back, I was like, no, it was Harry Potter. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And he just commenced to ripping her to shreds about uh, get a life. And, you know, it's not, it's all fantasy. Was she a good sport about it? I don't know. <laughs> she didn't run out crying, I hope. No, that would be sad. I don't think she did. She kept going, and every time she opened her mouth, it was just got worse and worse <laughs> and worse. And did the crowd like, get into oh, it? Oh, at this point. Oh, yeah, the crowd got into it. At this point, you're just heckling yourself, lady. So <laughs> that was pretty funny. And these are all her coworkers in the audience, so she's probably going to live it up for, like, the next month. Hey, yeah. remember when? I don't know who it was, but, yeah, they, they had a lot of people who she worked with. It was about half of the thing, so I don't know if it was one of her coworkers or oh. not, but... Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, especially that it was on Harry Potter. So speaking of never living things down at work, I don't know if I've told you this story. When I was at EMC, we were on a WebEx, a live WebEx, you know, company-wide, all hands. And at EMC, I mean, not everyone was on the call, but they have like 40,000 employees before they got bought by Dell. So it's a huge, all hands, uh, WebEx. So something happened 
with the lady's audio controls. I'm not sure. And I guess with these conferencing tools, Skype, whatever, if they detect audio, then they pan to you, right? They'll show your screen or whatever. (laughs) So I don't know if she knocked the table or something. It activated her mic. It panned to her. And she was just digging for gold, you know. <laughs> and it, it, it could have been any number of things. You'd hate to be that person. But in this case, she was just taking care of it. And it was, you know, this person was talking, but everyone on that WebEx, you know, hundreds, thousands, I don't know how many people were on there, were all looking at Probably this lady. Million. You know, like, if you knew her, you're texting as fast fast as your thumbs can go turn off your you know your mic, your mic. Mic. no shut off your camera you know like put your thumb over or something i don't know but anyway i feel so terrible so she'll never live that down whoever she was but anyway nice well if we got if we're talking about stories that funny stories that happen at work i got one so uh, it better not have me in it no this one doesn't luckily all right so uh, I attended a conference that was a training for ITIL. So it was like a foundation, ITIL foundation certification class. And it was a two-day thing. So the first day, you know, we get up there, the, the instructor's introducing himself, and it's usually he plugs in his laptop to the projector screen. And um, he goes through the lesson, you know, and um, the, f- the first day ends. So the next day, I guess he was out of town. So he came from out of town to teach the class. So the next day, everyone's arriving a little bit early, and he... About five minutes before the, the class starts, he uh, plugs his laptop into the projector before he opens the lid. Uh-oh. And the second he opens his lid, up pops his porn on the projector, <laughs> and the class is full. And he's going, holy crap, holy crap. And it must have been like something like naughty baby. Eject, eject, yeah. eject. Naughtybabysitters.com or something like that on the screen. <laughs> so he reads and closes the lid and rips out the HDMI cable real fast and... That guy was embarrassed so bad. I I can't imagine if I was that guy. I mean, because it was a real professional conference, and he opens back up his laptop. The show must go on. <laughs> I don't know how he kept a straight Which face show? the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. If you like what you saw, put your number in this bin. <laughs> Leave a comment in yeah, the box and take the phone number. That was terrible. So I guess he didn't. He forgot to close his browser before he came in that morning or something. I, wow. Okay. Yeah, that was terrible. Separation of church of. Uh, Work and personal life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something. That was bad. Oh, that's pretty good. That is good. So, Brian, what you got for us as far as our question, goofy, whatever we want to call it of the week this week? So, uh, another question posed to you guys, and um, I don't know how, maybe we'll start with you, John. So, um, if you were forced to marry the last person you Googled, who would that be? It would probably be an actor or an actress because I don't Google anyone unless they're famous. So who was it? Can you remember? I don't don't remember. You can't remember? No. Um, Ask Dustin or Scott. I'll see if I can think of that. I I can remember, and I'm actually pretty happy about this because (laughs) this happened last night during the Super Bowl. Uh, Peyton Manning. <laughs> no, we were talking about uh, Tom Brady being married to Gis- Giselle. And so my daughter said, well, who's that? And I was like, you don't know who that is? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I Googled it and showed her a picture of it. So I guess I'm marrying Giselle. That's Lucky funny. me. That's, funny. That's hard. 
Not that oh. I would, because my <laughs> wife is like, you know, Giselle's an eight, my wife's a ten, and so yeah, nice save. Yeah, well saved. <laughs> I Google my wife right after that to make sure that uh, you know things line Giselle up. Giselle right. doesn't have anything on her, but yeah. <laughs> um, so mine would, I guess, would. Uh, it's okay. This is a safe I can't place. even remember his this first is a name. It's this dude. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'm a big soccer fan, right? Uh-huh. And I was trying to figure out it, who Julie Ertz, she plays for the women's national team. And I knew her husband was on the Philadelphia Eagles as a wide receiver. He's the one who caught the last touchdown, too, by the way. But I couldn't remember if, if she was actually uh, – Married to him, so I looked him up, and I can't even remember his first name now. His last name's Ertz, and he's a wide receiver for the Eagles. But yeah, that was him. He was so. He was the guy that caught the last pass in the end zone, mm-hmm. kind of controversial. Yeah, the one they had to review. Yeah. So I guess I'm marrying him. <laughs> At least he's rich. Well, yours is a lot better than mine because I'd be in jail if this was true. Uh, I guess there was uh, a thing at the Super Bowl since I didn't get to watch it. Um, that selfie kid, that ha- halftime who was right next to Justin Timberlake in the stands. He was a, looked like he was 12 years old, and he acted like he didn't know who Justin Timberlake was as he's doing it, going up and down the rows. And he had his phone out, and he kept looking at his phone instead of paying attention to everyone else dancing and celebrating with um, Justin Timberlake. So it was some kid. I, I saw said, the selfie he took to this morning, so he did get a selfie. It was selfie kid. I had no idea what it was <laughs> since I didn't get to see the game, so that's the last one I Googled. I guess selfie I'd be kid, in jail. backpack kid. So... Uh, the closest to Googling somebody that I could get is that Elizabeth and I started a show on Amazon called Britannia. And there's an actress in that that I, I think I like her acting, but I don't know all the stuff she's in. And so we IMDB'd her, which isn't Googling her, but that's as close to Googling a human yeah, so that, same thing, that I got. Yeah, yeah, so her name is Kelly Riley, and I think that I like her acting. We'll her acting. Yeah, right. Wink, well, wink. Okay, well, if you, <laughs> if, okay so... Uh, what other shows is she in so we can go check her out? You know, uh, let's see. I've got the... Because I like her acting. This yeah, kind of this yeah, kind of yeah, sounds yeah. like a show note link that you're going to have to include for our listeners. Yeah, I probably am, but uh, yeah, come back to me. So on what that. else was she in? I don't know yet because the whole open the link in the app. I can't just do it on the website, crap. So we're waiting. Yeah. All right. Funny thing well, was, is before I Googled Giselle, I Googled Bradley Cooper because I couldn't, oh, nice. remember, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember what his name was. And we went back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, his name's uh, Pete. No, no, what's his name? I couldn't remember. My kids were trying to figure out who he was, too. Oh, so, yeah, she looks familiar. What other shows has she been in? I, I didn't look. I just got the picture for you. So her name's Kelly Riley, right? Yeah. And uh, let's see. So John's pulled up a picture of her on her phone and we're all staring at his phone. Yeah. I don't know if I was approved to look at pornography, though. Like, yeah, well, it's kind of yeah. like going back to that ITIL conference, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll include uh, an IMDB show link. She's in, that's what it's, okay, she's the sister in Pride and Prejudice. My wife recognized her. And I know I had seen her before in other stuff. And you loved her work in that. I right? love what's Pride and Prejudice. It's a, you loved her movie. work in Pride and so Prejudice. She's in Flight most recently, Eden Lake, Pride and Prejudice, Sherlock Holmes, which is where I probably liked her acting from. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? 
Uh, not even zombies. No, no. not that one. Oh, <laughs> that one was terrible. Um, what? Come on, it had zombies in it. No, it was, it was awesome. It was terrible. That was awesome. My kids just. Oh, speaking she's of zombies, also in True Detective. Speaking of zombies, That's, Dustin. Oh, yeah, I wanted oh, to talk about zombies this week. Go talk. <clears throat> so I'm kind of a zombie. I don't want to say fanatic, but I like post-apocalyptic type shows, and zombies seem to be the hot kind of thing right now so we've watched walking dead <coughs> i've watched you know a number of uh, zombie movies i am legend i've watched I, that's I, vampires bro nah bro no that's that's, that's totally zombies. Zombies. zombies zombies no they don't drink blood what about they don't just eat uh, brains that's one that's in my top five zombies aren't allergic to sunlight bro dude i'll tell you right now that there's like a hybrid going on in that show you could argue for a hybrid, but I think they're more vampires. Dude, they got a virus, and they don't drink blood. They can't go out in the sun. Zombies can go out in the sun. I know, but these zombies can't. They're they're uh, something phobic. Well, What's that? No, here, here's the thing. Is we don't really know what they do, right? <laughs> yeah, because so. we never really get to see the zombies. The story I Am Legend is really based around Will Smith's character. I mean, we, I mean, we get a, a glimpse, but we never see what they do to actually attack people. So I... Let's just say post-apocalyptic monster or something. What about the Scorch Trials? Are those zombies or are they just crazy people? I think they kind of fall into maybe the same thing as I Am Legend. Yet, right? Yeah, they're so that, sick, yeah. infected. So, so I guess to be a zombie, is it, you have to die first and come back to life. Reanimated. Would you say that's the very basis for a zombie? Yes, I think that's required. Yeah. Because right now I'm listening to Zombie Fallout. I'm on book 10 of, I think it's the last book, by uh, Mark Tufo. And the zombies in there are, they're kind of an infected type thing. Like World War Z, they were infected with something and then died and then reanimated. So they're not technically, I, I don't know, I don't know how you would categorize those either. But I think well, they all kind zombie. of fit that. As zombie as you die and come back to life, I think that counts. Yeah. Do you like your zombies to run fast or do you like to be slow and stupid? I think it depends on the on the storyline. The the uh, zombie Fallout book series that I'm really into right now, those zombies started out dumb and as the year or a couple of years go by, they start gaining intelligence. And so and then you get different types do they of go zombies. To school? I think go to school, but they they start figuring things out like at first they couldn't open doors and then they learned how to open doors. And so the zombies start getting smarter. There's a class of zombies that um, are fast zombies, so they can run fast. There's a class of zombies they call bulkers, and these zombies are like zombies that actually kind of have a metabolism still. They grow fat and big, and so they're able to knock stuff down. Their their bones start getting dense so that you can't shoot them in the head. So I think that's kind of cool. You would think that with all those brains that they're eating, that that would help them get smarter. Do they eat brains? No, so uh, that's the thing is, <laughs> most zombie shows they don't eat brains; they eat protein. They're after you know meat, and so like Walking Dead zombies, they don't they don't go after brains; they eat bodies. This zombie Fallout's the same way. I would classify the zombies inside of uh, I Am Legend to be the same thing. They they eat meat. I mean, you see them eat that deer carcass, I guess. Um, walking, we already said Walking Dead, right? They do the same type thing. Have you seen Eye Zombie? That's the dude in the airplane. That's the chick. Record player guy. 
Oh, no. I no, zombie. She's a mortician. I was thinking warm bodies. No, the my, chick one. My wife watches that. Yeah. I I tried. Get into it. She I eats t- the I brains tried. and gets the memories of the yeah, person that died. Yeah, and then she solves crimes. It's based on a comic. Uh, I tried. I couldn't do it. Although yeah. Warm Bodies, I thought was clever. I mean, I didn't love the movie, but they had a couple parts in it that I thought, that's very clever. I enjoyed They yeah. could have done away without the romance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? What's wrong with romance, you know? Good romantic zombie I got movie. all the romance I need in my life. I don't need to watch shows Pride about and it. Prejudice and Zombies? I'll tell you right yeah. now, a little romance is probably a good thing, but it can, I actually it can like be overdone. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. I <laughs> thought it was a pretty good show. <laughs> Dude. <was> funny. <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of preconceived <laughs> notions going into some of these movies, and so I keep a pretty open mind, but I, I thought it was funny. It, it was, was better than Sharknado. Let's put it that way. I didn't see Shark. Sharknado. What about uh, Abraham Lincoln and Vampire Hunter? I think I actually did watch that. I think that was good, though. I liked it. You know, another thing about this zombie fallout is they actually have a... A vampire portion of this, and right. so there's vampires in the story because there's vampires living in the world. And as the zombie apocalypse starts happening, these vampires kind of reveal themselves because there's not as many people to eat. And so um, there's kind of this zombie story, and then this zombie or the zombie story, and then the vampire story, and then the the leftover human type story. It's pretty cool. So vampires can't eat zombies. No. And and that's kind of the story. What about can zombies eat vampires? It's protein. No, because in the book, the zombies can be controlled by the vampires. They have the power manipulation, I guess, over top of them. But one of the zombie or one of the 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 vampires in the show, she got sick with the zombie virus, and so she had to find another vampire that she could drink his blood to heal herself to and so flush it. That was kind of a, a story at the first. So are vampires good guys or bad guys? In this bad story? guys. They bad just guys? kill everybody. They don't care. Kill zombies or humans. This or book series actually kind of sounds cool. Is it a graphic novel or is it a no? It's novel? it's it's a book. Uh, I've actually listened to it on Audible. Um, I I listened to it on the way to and from work. But it's it's ten books in this series, and then he's got a couple of tree branches that kind of lead off into some side stories of what's happening. But um, I've, I'm on book 10 and that's the last one in the zombie fallout series. And then there's a couple of other branches. I'll probably try to listen to those too, but does I everybody, does everybody know that we aren't sponsored by anyone and nobody's paying us to talk about any of these things? That is true. We, we do them because we like them. <laughs> so, so here's my question to you guys on a scale of one to 10 and let's say one being, um, I don't know, the biggest sissy wuss bag that gets turned into a zombie on day one, or let's say uh, 10 being uh, Will Smith, I guess, uh, or a type of character like that. Where do you find yourself? Do you think I'm you're going you're gonna to die in this the first? This is John, and I'm a one. I wouldn't <laughs> last three seconds. Really? I hate running. <laughs> well, you don't have to run. Well, what, what if the zombies you? run? You'd have to define, yeah, what kind of zombies are we facing? Yeah, give me more information. If they're fast, I'm dead. What world are we living in here? So I believe that any smart person that has an IQ over, let's say, 65 could get away from the zombies in The Walking Dead. So let's just throw them out. There's zombies in The Walking Dead? I thought it was people versus people. When the show first started, you know, they'd meet up with one zombie, and it was like this big, horrible thing, and now they're to the point where, oh, there's 20, I'll just... 
circle up. I'll, I'll take, take care of these knife. myself. Yeah. yeah. Coral. Coral. Where's Coral? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that's that's a whole nother. We could dissect The Walking Dead because there's a lot of things that bug me about that. Let's say zombies. Let's don't say World War Z zombies because those zombies those are Those guys like are so fast. Fastly. Yeah, super insane fast. Oh. And let's don't say I am legend because those zombies are pretty ruthless Also very too. fast. Monsters, not zombies. <laughs> Monsters, okay. Um, let's say... Let's, How about... Let's say Walking Dead. Walking Dead just a little faster. Yeah, Walking Dead, uh, instead of being at 33 RPMs, let's say they're 78 RPMs. Okay. <laughs> but the walking, 45 RPMs. But the Walking Dead, zombies are also dumb. They, they basically <laughs> respond to stimulus like like sight or sound. So I feel like I could do pretty well against the walking dead, even if they were a little faster, because if you're quiet and you're sneaky, you know, okay, let's say this then let's, let's take the zombies from the Mark. Okay. If we're talking the novel that we've never read those zombies, I'm a one. They're too freaking smart. No. So let's, let's say this, let's say within the first month, the zombies are walking dead zombies. Okay. They're just kind of stupid. They're easy to pick off. They're not smart. And let's say month two, let's say the zombies start gaining an intelligence. So they're able to open doors. Uh, they're able to recognize they have some basic, uh, strategy where they can pull together as, as four or five zombies and, and try to, you know, they work together instead of just a herd going. They maybe they'll surround you or try to to head you off. And then let's say month three, they're almost to World War Z zombies. So they've they've gained they've gained a little bit. Okay, let's start with Scott. A month and a half. A month and a half. Well, why yeah. don't you do a rating for each month? Well, the first month I think that you know we're talking Walking Dead. Zombies. Nine ten. Those are dumb. You're like a nine ten. Right. Month one. The, the smart zombies, they might be able to sneak up on me. I could maybe survive half that month, but yeah. Like a five? Yeah. So, the, but the, the fast ones, yeah, I'm toast. Well, see, I, I think you're one. selling yourself short because <laughs> it just doesn't flip over on day 31 there, you know. So they would slowly progress, and I would believe that you would slowly progress also, right? So you're going to shoot a lot of zombies. You're going to become more proficient at shooting. You're going to become more tactical. Am I by myself? I guess that's up for you to decide. Are you going to protect your family? You're just going to let me get eaten well, by that's zombies. What I mean. You got. You got to. Is do I? Ha, is it me versus a thousand zombies, or do I have some friends to help me out? Well, I would say that I would say that it's just like every other zombie show. You know, you usually run into one or two, and then you know, in The Walking Dead, they see a herd of fifteen thousand zombies. Instead of just turning around and going back, they usually sit there for like you know four episodes and go. When are these 15,000 zombies going to start chasing us? And then they do, and they circle them, and they're like, oh, kill me. So I'm just getting on a boat, and I'm going to go find an island, and I'm just going to live out my days there. So I guess I'm a 10. That's some strategy right there. Okay. Unless it's in the air, and then someone dies on the island, and there's zombies there. Zombie bird. That's true. I don't know. How does that work? I don't know. In this this Zombie coconuts floating up on the shore that the... In this zombie fallout, there's actually a gorilla zombie. They've it's been spread to a primate. So who knows? Say so you keep changing the rules <laughs> on me. How am I supposed to decide? I think we understand what you're saying, though. Basically, in the beginning, when they're dumb, you're okay. As soon as they get smart, you're dead. 
Yeah, but by the time That's, they get smart, my plan's always been in the zombie apocalypse. To become one of them. I'm heading straight to coast somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to steal a boat, and I'm going to an island. What, why do you have to steal it? Why can't you, like, commandeer Because I don't own it. <laughs> That's stealing it. Well, what I still don't own it. That's true. I think at the end of the post-apocalyptic era, possession is gone. I think it's just, you know, because you figure that... 5% or 10% of the world population exists, I think it's all free game. If it's got keys in the ignition, it's yours. That's what I say. It's but fine. then your biggest threat are other people. You don't have to worry about zombies because resources people. would be scarce. We're taking the, the people thing out of it. Everybody likes each other and nobody's after each other yet. <laughs> That's part two. <laughs> so then if it's uh, that first month, I think, yeah, their survivability is pretty high. Uh, as zombies grow more populated and get smarter, I think your chances definitely diminish. Um, so probably that first month, probably eight or nine, yeah, and then as they get smarter, uh, can they climb stairs? I mean, you could just live in the upstairs and go from roof to roof. I would say probably month one they haven't figured out stairs, but I would say definitely by month two or halfway through a month, you know, second generation zombies have been able to open doors, climb stairs, at least go upstairs. I, I don't know if they're able to go downstairs yet, but what if you completely block up the stairwell and only use the elevator? Can they use the elevator? Well, you can assume that you're still going to have power. I knew you'd figure that out too quick. <laughs> That's why you're going to survive. What about a rope ladder down the elevator shaft that you pull up? I don't think zombies will ever climb ladders. See, I'm good. There'll be cushions at the bottom of an elevator shaft for those that fall, right? So I think probably uh, the second month, yeah, maybe six or seven. Or about month three. Month three, probably four or five. As they get smarter and you're only smarter and faster, and saving grace is to team up with other people you find and start acting like velociraptors, right? Yeah, no kidding. Month one for me is a definite, a definite ten. I've watched The Walking Dead, and I'm like, I'm just gonna get my crossbow, my machete, and or maybe my samurai sword, and I'm okay. <laughs> Month yeah, two. You need a samurai sword. So you're a Daryl Michonne. Yeah, that's uh, right. I'm a kung fu master <laughs> that knows how to work a crossbow. So crossbow is a horrible weapon, by the way. Dude, I'm telling you, you he, makes it, back. he makes it work. <laughs> so anyway, um, like we said, we and I'll tell you right now, it's easier to make a crossbow bolt out of wood than it is to reload your ammo for a firearm. So he's got something going on that on that front. But month two, you know as they start to go more quickly and be smarter and strategize, uh, I'm going to recruit the Dustin uh, Vampire Slayer. Dustin Vampire Slayer. Yeah. If I have Dustin the Vampire Slayer, uh, I've got probably an eight or a nine still in month two. If I don't, and I have to like defend my family and my wife and kids are alive and everything, I'll probably have four. Month three, if they, were, if they can run... Or move quickly. I'm a one. I'm dead. And my family's dead. They're, everyone's dead because I'm, I'm useless. I'm not a fast mover. So see, that's, that's my rating. See, I, I'll, I'll jump in and tell my two cents. Of this. I think you guys are all selling yourself short. Well, tell us why. I believe you guys are all smart guys. Okay. So this is how I think it happens. If you don't die on day one, which is probably your most likely time when everything's kind of pandemonium, I think if you can make it through day one or at least the first week, you have a good chance of surviving. Because the first thing you're going to do is you're going to fortify where you live, right? And you're going to start gathering resources. So food, water, ammunition, guns, whatever. 
and you probably aren't even going to stay at home. You're going to start looking for someplace better. So I'm running to Sam's Club. I'm going to shoot any fool that gets in my way, and I'm going to fortify we were all the friendly. place. You just said we're all friends, and now Zombies. you're shooting everyone. You <laughs> <laughs> haven't even got through day one, I, okay, and you're already shooting everyone. I, I meant everyone. zombies, not, not people yet. Yet. <laughs> I'm going to fortify Sam's Club. I'm going to shut the door, and I'm going to have almost Why anything Sam's I want. Because there's dude, piles everything. of food, and there's blankets, and there's They don't have free samples on and, Saturday in the... And they have apocalypse. skylights in the roof that allow light in during the day. See, I'm the going walls to Cabela's are super batteries. High. Cabela's. The food there is going to last a lot longer than the food at Sam's Club. And you got ammunition and all the guns you could want. And, and all the ammo. Stuff and <laughs> all the food okay. at Cabela's gives you constipation. You won't last very long. That's true, All bro. those granola bars. That plugs you up. You will not last for very long. Okay. You can drink the water out of their fish tank for a little bit, but eventually you're going to die. So, so yeah, take sushi in the end. So, so everybody <laughs> picks their place. I have a Sam's Club, and I know you guys have a Sam's Club like two miles from your house. Costco. I also know that Cabela's is... In the other end of the valley, on either way you go. So you got at least a 30-minute commute in a good day to get the Cabela's. Well, I, okay, so how about this? You take the Sam's Club. I'll take the Walmart. Walmart's got Walkie guns. Walkie-talkie is. Walmart's got guns and ammo. That's true. So between the two BB of us, guns we should the best. Be, no, they got some, some real guns there. You can buy see, full-on firearms at Walmart now. See, this is why I guys think you'll adapt, because first you'll secure food, water, shelter, uh, something to fight with. And then the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to roll up on the biggest Dodge dealership I can find. I'm going to find me the biggest, toughest diesel truck that I can find. I'm going to put a snowplow on the front. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. And it's, I'm going to fortify that and put some plates on the windows, and then I'm good, you know? Not diesel, dude. Why not diesel? Because it every the car in the universe out there is all gas. So when you run out of diesel, you're going to have a much harder time pulling over to the side of the road, siphoning gas out of the car sitting there, and loading it up with gas. Well, so since it's the zombie apocalypse and I'm at the Dodge dealership, I'll take one of each. Drive I'm going to drive one of each. Dude, he'll I got multiple, it. multiple trips. <laughs> Remote control. <laughs> and then I'll hook up with a couple of homeboys like you guys and say, hey, let's go get some cool. And then I'm going to go get a Ferrari so I can be fast. I've always wanted one. Fast sure. and Furious Dustin. Yeah. Will You're Smith had Tesla, one of those huh? vampire slayers. Dodge Charger driving up and down the road, right? So I think if you can... Until it runs out of battery. Yeah. <laughs> if you can last... Solar panels. If you can last the first portion of the zombie breakout, let's say the first two weeks, I think you can adapt just like anything else and you'll be fine. All the way through the, the fast ones? Dude, on World War Z, those homeboys were, were climbing up 300-foot walls. To take out a helicopter in the air. Yeah, but look, once you get inside, once you get inside a building where you can fortify yourself, you know, like, I don't care how smart a zombie becomes if they can't pick a lock, which we'll say they can't because they won't have dexterity to pick a lock, but I don't believe they'll ever get to the point, you know. Sam's Club would be pretty easy to fortify. There's really only a couple ways in and out. And there's no windows. High walls. You can I mean, just... that's a big deal. Those skylights, they can break through if they get on the roof, though. Those aren't very strong. There's no way to get on the roof, though, from the outside. There but is, a, in World War Z scenario, they this got This is OSHA, bro. They got fire escapes. That's true. But if you don't give them a reason to get on the roof, then... And there you know what no else, too? humans in this Is Costco. I think they have a grate over top of those skylights at Sam's Club. They might. I know Costco does. One of them does. Through. Yeah, I think I recall, actually, the grate. So if you break through, you fall. 
you know. And they're welded, so they're not like sissy grades. They That's even have mattresses at Sam's Club. So you they don't do. Even have to sleep on anything hard. Yeah. Blankets, sheets, pillows, robes. You're convincing me. You, Gigantic you, ovens. You got robes there, you know, yeah, for robes. when you want to relax. <laughs> pallets of water, pallets of food. It's a big building to patrol, though. Let's patrol the out perimeter. Who cares about the perimeter, man? They have a big rolling garage door that's in front, and so as soon as you shut that, so you no just zombies go, get uh, in. Set yourself up in it. one of the freezers in back, man. Do, Fortify that all up. Do the yeah. zombies ever... Panic room? At... <laughs> yeah, the panic room at the Sam's Club is the freezer well, in the back. They have all those racks, you know, and so you could get onto a second level of racks. Yeah, you could build like a tree fort. Yeah. Are these zombies ever able to make weapons? No. So they're all, they have to do what they do with their uh, rotting flesh. Uh, I, I'm going to say a club hand. So I'm going to say opening doors is going to be limited to a door with a handle, probably not a knob, or some type of push-style door. Nothing that you can, really can have they to read? Work. Can they, you know, on the door it says push or pull? No. So can if they, you switch the door around, they can, and it's push only. They, they can they pull brute it. force a you know a steel garage door at Costco or whatever? Can they can they eventually? Knock you just put the, some of those racks right up against the door, man, and fortify it real good. I would say that if the you had pellets, enough zombies piled salt up against by the, the door, door. <laughs> if you had enough zombies piled up by the door, I think they could weaken the door. But if you're in that. Or that Sam's Club where they can't see. There's no windows. There's no doors. There's nothing for them to attract them. You know. We could build a tunnel underground from Walmart to Sam's Club. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> so we could get back and forth. That would be cool. I think that we should assume with some charges that we could explode it and seal it up if they started chasing us. I think we should assume that the four of us would somehow hook up. And I don't oh, yeah. mean that way. I mean like for the apocalypse help. So, not to get all personal on you guys, but if the zombie apocalypse started tomorrow, could you defend yourself at your own house? I could for a short time. With samurai sword? With them, with firearms. Firearms. Brian? I've yeah. got some plastic lightsabers, man. <laughs> the ones that light up with the LED <laughs> yeah, inside? Yeah, do light what up. What color? <laughs> what color do you want? I got them all, man. That's awesome. I've got an arsenal at my house, so... I know. I'm I, going over to your house. I'm pretty safe for a little bit, and I've got amount of stock stuff like I got storage water and some dried food and stuff like that so I could probably last zombie apocalypse party at Dustin's house <laughs> I could probably last a week or so pretty comfortable at my house can you smoke a zombie on your smoker is that cannibalism by the way I'm not smoking are they still human it goes like this food stored the dog and then maybe zombies <laughs> in that order. <laughs> no, I've never eaten my dog. I think you could probably figure out how to get to Sam's Club by then. Well, then you, you got to think, you know, 5% of the population will survive. Let's say, say, let's say 20% of the population is going to survive. So that means, you know, a few guys on my street may survive or may be at home. And so I'll just start ransacking the houses in my neighborhood and looking for more food. So, But... When you say survive, I assume not zombie. Not zombie. So if all your if eighty percent of your neighbors are now zombie, they're going to be banging on your door. They're going to be banging on your door, not you're banging on their door. Well, you know, depending on time of day, when the zombie apocalypse breaks out, are they not? One, they, they may be at work. 
So that's true. Nobody's that's, in my neighborhood. What if you're at work? Well, then I'm in trouble. And if their zombies are dumb, they're gonna, they might be knocking on their own yeah. door. What if we're in the vault and at work and underneath the <laughs> mountains? And <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you right now, if we're in the vault, I'm not leaving. Because they are not getting under this mountain. Unless... Well, you know, the, the mountain is fairly fictional, right? What do you mean? We don't really work in a vault underneath the mountain. He's doing air quotes. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, let's just say you're in big trouble because of the portion of the vault that you work in. Yeah. You're surrounded by a bunch of hippies. <laughs> <laughs> Tree-loving, granola-loving hippies. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that, but yeah. you're probably worse off than anybody else. Yeah, my vault's not very secure for sure. I got a nice, big, heavy, thick wooden door that, and a gigantic, heavy desk that I could just prop in front of my door, and then I could bust the window out and... I'm vault free. Jump into the trees and yeah, climb down. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, my vault's got way too much glass. Well, your office is surrounded by openness, so like yeah. your your office is in the middle of the room, kind of. Yeah, it's not the best for sure. So well, the thing is, some of those over there and in your office, they may already smell like zombies. Do you so you don't know right which now. are zombified and which aren't. Yeah, I'm not sure if zombies don't already exist. Do your walls go all the way to the ceiling? No. See, you could climb up and be like going through the duct work in the ceiling of. Oh no, there's no, there's no, no duct, duct work. work. Well, yeah, but you could like swing from. You would actually no. have to go into the floor because all yeah. the HVAC comes through the floor. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to pull up a tile. You should unscrew one of those I tiles. You should go. So it's already out. done. Make sure you it's have already an escape done. Route. The problem is though, is the HVAC because I can I can clamber and crawl. And then I get stuck with the HVAC. Where do you, yeah, where do you get out, I guess? Yeah, huh? and those suckers are screwed down most of the places. Well, so. you could bust the glass out between the floor. Oh, I could, yeah, yeah. And then kind of dangle There's yourself like down to another 300 floor. 300 foot drop, you know. Uh, hope you make that right. But. The pit of despair. Yeah. What if you made a parachute? I can't make a parachute. I'm not smart enough. A big umbrella. Nope. A ladder yeah, out of uh, <laughs> computer cables. <laughs> okay, Ether I cables. could I could actually do that because uh, braid yourself a rope. Yeah, I could I could use Ethernet cables if I could find enough of them to make myself a a workable rope. But I could not make a parachute. But yeah, so it's complicated. Do you have a seventy-two hour kit in your office? Uh, that was I, before your time, huh? Yeah, I don't have one. Do you have one? I do. Yeah, I have one. Brian has one. Scott, you have oh, one, yeah, too? Oh, yeah, I have one. I have one, too. Actually, I have two. I kept the I old one. I think I have two, too. <laughs> my old one. <laughs> because I, don't, I, I know that it expires, but I don't think it expires that bad. So uh, I'm they, just curious, what's in your 72-hour kits? Is this, uh, I mean, if this is random, too random for our show, then we don't have to talk about it. But what is in your kits? Is it just food? They or? gave it to us when we started working at the vault. Is it food? Yeah, food. Like a, um, space blankets, matches, a flashlight. Radio. Radio. Flashlight. I've never opened mine. I guess I probably should. Wouldn't water. It be funny oh, if, it's got water in it, too. Wouldn't it be funny if in, if Brian opened his bag and it was, like, really, inap- wrappers, really inappropriate material? The guy who had it <laughs> No, like, not, it not safe for work stuff. Like, like, oh, my goodness, who put that in there? <laughs> Entertainment for <laughs> the apocalypse? The same guy who taught his class. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you guys carry a pocket knife? I don't. I used to. It scratched my car, pissed me off, and I haven't carried since. I used no. to until I lost it. Oh, you guys are so I, st- I still have key. my knife, but I've I will not. I've got a key. <laughs> you have a key. <laughs> I bet I could take on a zombie with a key. What about when you have to cut a, a 
network cable to make a rope. That's in my 72-hour kit, man. A knife? Yeah. It's got a pocket knife in there. What if you're in the bathroom and the zombie apocalypse breaks out? (laughs) Make a rope out of toilet paper. (laughs) I I did like carrying a knife, and I, I found it very utilitarian. But when something scratches my car, if... If it can be, it's dead to me. Did you guys ever see Zombieland? Uh-huh. That was a great uh-huh. show. Yeah. That's that's how I want the zombie apocalypse to be. I want Woody Harrelson. Searching for Twinkies. Side. Searching for Twinkies. <laughs> the Great Quest. Remember when the clown crawled under the stall door when he was going to the bathroom, the zombie clown? That was good. I, I, only, Pennywise. I only vaguely remember that movie. But it was like you go find Bill Murray. Yeah. 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 See, I mean, that's being resourceful. They go to grocery stores that go to Bill Murray's house to find the place of luxury, I guess. I don't know. I thought that was... I, that That's on one of my top ten zombie movies also. That was fun. Very nice. Anyone have anything else they want to add to the zombie apocalypse discussion? We've covered it all. All right. Brian, what do you want to talk about? I'm struggling today. No, I'm just trying to recover from not getting the flu over the weekend. Try to stay away from everyone. Hate when it's passed because some guy gets overzealous and goes to work all sick and passes it on, or you get it from someone else. It's terrible. Try to stay away from everyone when that happens. So I didn't have that exciting of a weekend, so not much. You started any new TV series? Didn't you say you started something? I did. So, um, if you all know, uh, I'm a comic book nerd, so um, I just heard uh, about Robert Kirkman's The Secret History of Comics. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but I think they only got six episodes so far, and I've watched the first two. It's actually pretty informative. Um, the first one was the history of uh, Wonder Woman and how she came about, and I guess there's a whole secret part of her story that's all secret? related to secret. Because it was all based on uh, BDSM stuff. Funky. That's why she has a rope and ties people up. And hmm. I don't know. And it was about the creators. And Where are you what? watching this stuff? This is... Seriously? Seriously. Where are you watching this stuff? This was on uh, AMC. So interesting. I don't have access to that, but it sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's Robert Kirkman. the same guy that does uh, The Walking Dead. Huh. The Secret Life of... Uh, secret History of Comics. Um, the next one was about uh, Superman and how they're creators uh, came up with the idea of Superman, how they um, modeled him after their lives. They were two nerdy kids and they were picked no. on all the time. Nerdy kids making comic books? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that. that's weird. They were bullied to school and picked on, so they kind of modeled him. That's why he has glasses and he's super thin and small when he's Clark Kent, but then he turned into the superhero and saved people. So the story was more or less about how they sold the rights to Superman to DC Comics for like 150 bucks the first strip, and how DC um, took the rights away from them on the contract when they signed it, and they lost ownership, creative control over Superman, and DC made all this money, and they sued DC three times to try to get the rights back and lost, and you know Superman's now one of the most recognized symbols in the world, and so they kick sand on him. Pushed yeah. him over and kicked sand. Pretty on him. much, you know, they they sold the rights because they were they were hurting and they tried to get them published many 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 times. And DC was the first one that took them up on their offer and kind of swindled them out of creative control. It's kind of funny how a gigantic 
company like that wouldn't just say, you know, it wouldn't take much out of our bottom end to make these guys happy or to make it right, you know. Instead, it's just like, yeah. Well, that's that's happened to a couple of different creators. Uh, like Jack Kirby is one of them. He Marvel did kind of the same thing to him. He was one of the original creators with Stan Lee um, of many of the comic book superheroes that you know, like uh, Captain America, Spider-Man, many of the original characters. And um, the, that was one of the episodes, too, in the, in the show was how Stan Lee gets credit for a lot of the, the characters that Marvel started out with. And Jack Kirby was the artist, but he doesn't get as much notoriety or he didn't while he was alive. That's because he creators. doesn't put in cameos in all the movies. Well, that's <laughs> probably true. <laughs> yeah, so... That's um, what he needs to do. He needs to start appearing in all the movies, and I'm sure he'd be famous too. Yeah, so um, I guess they were just making the point that a lot of the times the characters are created by more than one person, and one person over the other shouldn't get all the notoriety. It takes the writer and the artist to create the, the characters that we enjoy. Hmm. And that not all the companies are altruistic. They no. they see those as <laughs> intellectual property, and they you know they sometimes aren't always on the up and up. Hmm. It takes a lot of. I don't know if you know that one of our coworkers uh, draws for a comic, and uh, he just kind of mm-hmm. does it as a hobby. But he has friends that draw full time, and. It's a it's quite the undertaking to to draw, and he it doesn't draw like you know little four inch squares. Like he's drawing, they're huge. They're bigger than a normal sheet of paper. He has to draw, you know, the whole thing out, and he's pretty talented. It's it's pretty cool, but it, there's a lot of work that goes into that. And oh, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. I think they take advantage of the little guys like that too, because I'm sure I'm sure they're not making a ton of money. I mean, I'm sure they're making a decent living, but. I think the first thing that you recognize when you think of a character's name is what they look like, not necessarily their stories that they've done, but you, when you say Superman or when you say Iron Man, you automatically have this image in your head of a particular artist potentially that helped create the character, and that's one of the things that I think uh, we don't necessarily... You um, know, well, speaking of uh, superhero look, you know what I think is funny is how on a comic book page... A superhero or supervillain can wear anything, and it looks good. And then they go to make the movie about these characters, and they try and put them in the same outfit that they have in the comic book, and they look ridiculous on real people. So why is it that in a a comic book you can wear whatever you want, and it's fine, and it looks good, but as soon as you translate that to a real person, it just looks stupid and ridiculous? I think it's because of proportion. Like, and and, and they don't draw and the material, people. okay? Because uh, the material on these superheroes is ink. The material that we have to use is real physical like stuff. Like it's ac- like it's actual material and not just a drawing. I think that's why. Well, I think Electro is uh, a perfect example of that in the comics. He has these big lightning bolts that stick out the side of his head, big yellow lightning bolts. And in the movie where Jamie Foxx played it, they had to get rid of that whole costume, more or less. They made him just some guy in... It wasn't in spandex. He was in a trench coat. So some of the, the superhero costumes are pretty ridiculous. I mean, like the Purple Man for uh, Jessica Jones, his whole skin is purple. They they didn't do that in Jessica Jones. And what the about Netflix the X-Men? Series. You know, they had some pretty outlandish comics. I mean, yeah. 
like the beast. costumes in the comics. And then he's they, a blue-looking werewolf thing. They make the movie, and they're yeah. all just in black leather. <laughs> yeah, whatever's easiest for the costume designers to to make. Or I, I guess they try to do their best, but some of them are so so just outlandish that it would be difficult to to do practically. I guess they they rely on CGI a lot of that. But again, I think it's because in, on paper you can just ink it. And in real life, you actually have to figure out a real something to, like, okay, let's take uh, Scarlett Johansson, Ghost in the Shell. So in order to make it so that she looked like a cyborg um, and it could basically be like full nude mannequin situation, they built her a custom form-fitted to her body silicone uh, shell. And she had like three or four of them. Um, well, see, I, I watched. I watched <laughs> because in the original show, she was just naked. She wasn't naked. She's a cyborg. She's a mannequin. Well, she was a mannequin, naked. Okay, that's without what, wearing any clothes. That's what I'm saying. So all they had to do to be realistic for that show is have a naked human. Have Take her, her naked. clothes off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But in the scene that where she drops out of the in the preview that you see her drop and she kind of goes back first and she is naked. She doesn't have any clothes on. That's all silicone. And that shell that they built for her was super, super heavy and really complicated. And um, so basically in order to model that same look that the cyborg had um, without having her just straight up be naked... uh, was very very complicated and heavy and and for her to move around in that bodysuit was cumbersome mm-hmm. so so my example of this is always Psylocke right Olivia Munn played her in Apocalypse and they did a pretty true to life fair accurate of her <laughs> comic book and it just looked ridiculous on her in the movie yeah. so but is, Psylocke in the Psylocke comics Psylocke has the 80s swimsuit uh yeah. Uh, situation going yes. on where Jim Lee looking, yeah, where so he's like a perma wedgie. Yes, so you don't think much. you don't think it comes down to proportion and and dimension? I mean, oh, I'm sure it does because real people are not proportioned per- the way uh, comic shaped. book heroes are. Perfectly <laughs> shaped. I mean, most con- or most cartoon characters only have three fingers and a thumb, right? Because when you draw <laughs> a character a with finger, five, it looks, it looks weird. stupid. Yeah, it's true. So. That's a thing. That I definitely think that. Uh, complexity of the material but also proportions i mean the way that they draw these comic book uh women they're all if they were alive they would all be uh supermodels you know it's not the average certainly not the average american so and that goes for the dudes you know we're not walking just except for dustin come on man except Except for for dustin Dustin. that's the only one which is why he's on my apocalypse team but i can bench 450 yeah we're not walking around with uh 17 packs you know um and perfectly ripped and shaped in every way which a lot of these comic book uh, heroes are drawn that way so in order to get a costume that fits and looks right it's difficult but even on some of these actors who are pretty ripped, it still looks ridiculous, you know? Sure. I mean, Superman's costume on a real person makes him look like a creeper, in my opinion. Well, look at Captain America, though. Like, he's got a pretty cool costume that's pretty, you know, isn't it like the comic books? Isn't it? It's better. The blue in the comic Except books is much brighter. he doesn't have the little brighter. wings on his helmet, you know? Yeah. yeah well, he did in the older true. ones, yeah. So they were... But yeah, they definitely do some better than others. Yeah. Some of them yeah. are bad. 
Yeah, it, and I think that they, they do the best they can. I do think that they did a good job on Mystique, if you recall, from X-Men. No, what? Mystique. Jennifer Lawrence, Mystique. Yeah. Or, or the one before Mystique, you know, where instead of making her a bodysuit, she was naked. You know, yeah, but they did. But they, was but they never did. naked in the comics. She always wore a white dress. She did wear a white dress. That's thing, true. Yeah. No, and you're right. And she did yeah. not have scaly skin either. I don't know where they got the mystique the in the movies from because it was nowhere like th- the comic. I mystique. think the reason they did the scales was to make it less naked. Honestly, oh, yeah. to explain yeah. how she shapes why not, probably. Why not give her the white dress? Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe and the skulls around the waist is a yeah. belt that was kind of cool. Maybe it's like the Matrix. You know, when you're out of the Matrix, you're some hobo. You know, homeless guy. When That's you're funny. in the Matrix, it's self perception. You're, you're we, whatever you. We you should know, do an episode yourself. on the Matrix. Maybe she. Maybe that's how she truly sees herself as a reptile blue thing. But only in the movies, not in the comics. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Anybody have anything else to add? No. It was fun. Good chat. So uh, there's another episode, I think. Um, go check us out. We're on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, where else are we? Uh, we're starting to seed to all of the uh, various podcast apps. Um, by the time we get to probably episode three, we'll be fully into iTunes and we'll be in all of the other apps. We've, we've submitted every uh, every place, so they should start showing up in people's feeds or searchable. Uh, you can always find us on our website. We have links uh, to the uh episodes and, and to our, our seeds on, on the various podcast podcast apps. Why don't we have our listeners tell us how they would do in the zombie apocalypse in month one, month two, month three. They could post to our Facebook page. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. And let us know your favorite uh, comic to movie hero costume Redemption. character. Yeah, that's cool. So, and then you can email us too if you want. We're at the guys at regularguysrandomthings.com. So that's our show for this week. Cool. All right. We'll see you next week. See you guys. See ya. Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode.